Okay, freaks, this is the guide to your psychopath. This podcast is not about me telling you how you're fucked up. I'm here to learn about your past and how it affects your decision making. I've been studying people for a long time now, but I've never asked them about how their mind goes through the process. I want to read your guide. I want to know how you think and feel. This will not be edited to take snippets out of context, but I believe everyone will benefit from hearing all of the conversation. Learning your guide will make it better for me to understand you. I'm still a smoker and I can't smoke anymore, but it's okay. I got this broken finger. And then I passed out, choked, choked out, smoked, uh, hex chromium, like galvanized poison. Oh no, I'll sit in a chair. Okay. Yeah. Maria does a lot with the homeless too. She's one to talk to. Okay. I'm, I'm Ernest. I'm currently homeless and an ex-drug addict, ex- alcoholic, and uh, have a fiance that's the same. So yeah. We're making it to the streets because of what's known as the Hope Team in Visalia, at least. The oh, the Hope Team, yeah. Right. Yeah, so yeah, I've yeah. I've been beaten up by them. They took my truck. Um, I don't hear a lot of good stories about right. them. Right, but see, I'm trying to find a way of helping everybody with this through the city council. Yeah. So he's working on my connections there and stuff, so we can <coughs> I have your number so I can do that. Yeah, it's it's my email, so, yeah. I mean, you as can contact me. Or you go with Maria, too, if you can. Just introduce yourself. <coughs> Tell me what you're doing. Walk in here. She's right next to me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, just telephone us to you. So she knows I'm sent you. Yeah. This needs to be told on everybody on well, I know that this place, they uh, they do a lot of good for, like, the yeah. community. Yeah, and, yeah, so like, even little that. kids that, that right. come over and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. I just met this gentleman today. He's been very nice to me. Yeah. One of our community members. Right? Yeah. My last residence was the mobile home park, and that was over a year and a half ago. I've had to take my trailer, take my truck, take lots of personal things that I can't ever get back because they just destroy them and try to move us to Tulare. Yeah. I don't know where Tulare is. Right yeah. My girl has to be here with me. And it's the county and the city and all promised that and it's all over my home. She went to a couple of houses and we played so much games in the house that she needs to play first for her to all open up. Well, just give me a, yeah, we'll give me a ring and... Uh... Yeah. We'll talk. We'll yeah, sit down and talk. Yeah. Sorry to take you for Oh, I appreciate you, brother. No, and has anybody said you look like Dave Chappelle at times? <laughs> but the, the younger young, version. But the younger young version? version? Well, then now, yeah, I'm old now. I've heard it. 
couple times. Who do you think? It's like 60, I, 70 times. Oh, I, I don't want to see like Arnold and, you know. I meant. What you talking about with this? <laughs> I, hey, hey, hey. You know, it's always something. But yeah, you got a great smile, brother. Smile for the camera. It's, nice. it's, it's a camera. camera. But be as honest as you can. It's just audio, like brother. It's just audio. It's just out there. <laughs> No, you're fine. You know, you you can sit back. It's fine. <laughs> hey, Breaky is another guy. <laughs> All right, like I said, my name is Luis Miramontes, and this my my podcast. It's called the the Guide to Your Psychopath. And what I do is I get people's experiences and how it's lead them down their current path in life. Okay. And the only question that I ask everybody is. If we can start from the beginning, what is your earliest memory that you have? Earliest memory? Yeah. Probably three years old. I was on a big wheel, and it was broken, and I cut my... I had a gash on my toe. On your toe? Yeah. You didn't have any shoes on? I never had shoes on. Oh, okay. Never had shoes on. And uh, what city was this at? Uh, Lawrence, South Carolina. Oh, South Carolina. Yeah. Okay. And uh, did you have any brothers and sisters? Um, two brothers, two sisters, and then later on in life, about 24, I found out I had four more. Really? Yeah, but uh, when you have kids, it, you're very busy. Yeah, very busy. Yeah, so it's like... I have nothing but time for them. Well, maybe yeah. it's like uh, my grandfather that was moving around from town to town starting different families. Oh, uh, that, that could be pretty uh, mind-boggling. It is. Yeah. It is. It's. And there's people that pop up all the time and like, hey, you know, I think uh, we might be related. <laughs> I, I've heard that I look like somebody every time, and I'm like, interesting, but... I think I'm at 70 or 80 people now. So I don't believe I'm related to them. I might not be. I might, but it's a lot of people. Yeah, it's a lot of people. Did you always play outside when you were a little kid? Always. Yeah? Uh, We had four channels, maybe five. Yeah. And a big antenna outside. (laughs) Something with... uh... Something with aluminum foil or something on it? No, no. It, oh. it was the older one. Oh. Yeah, yeah. The aluminum foil is for a small one. This one, you have to go outside okay. and take both hands just to turn it about two inches. <laughs> because it was the right reception. Yeah, because it was so old that it was going to wiggle out the ground. Yeah. So you have to turn it to get the right signal, but it had the prongs at the top, like eight or nine prongs at the top. It yeah. was old school, old school. Yeah. And you but, remember watching TV? Yeah. Uh, what were you watching? Fox was the biggest one. ABC. ABC was 13, but Fox, I can remember the most because Fox was Channel 21, 42, and 72. Oh, kind of goes together. <laughs> yeah, so it was always, yes. Multiplied. It was always multi- multiplication when it dealt with uh, cable back then. Yeah. So, well... Television. Television. Because you can't say cable because that's... Um, like Comcast and different... Yeah, that's... Yeah. yeah. Yeah, this is just regular TV. Yeah. Broadcasted over... Broadcasting. Three. Yeah. 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 Did you ever have any friends in the neighborhood? A whole lot. 
a whole lot, and you guys were always outside? Um, I actually, uh, when I sold candy, uh, I walked probably about seven or eight miles both how, ways. How old were you when you were Pro- selling candy? Probably, probably more, yeah, I walked farther than that. But uh, I was probably about, I don't know, maybe fourth, no, fifth or about fifth grade. Fifth grade? Probably middle school. Okay. Because that was the holiday candies. Oh. Peanut brittle. Yep. My highest seller. Really? Everybody loves peanut peanut brittle. brittle. Yeah. Because it was only a one time a year kind of thing. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it was my grandmother's favorite. So. It was her recipe. No, no, it was her oh. favorite. Oh, it was her favorite. Yeah, so, you know, I remember that one well because I had a cell inside my home. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Entrepreneur at a young age. At a young age. Yeah. And where did you learn that from? Um, I guess it was self-taught because they give you a box and say, go sell. Mm-hmm. And we're fundraising. So I was like, hmm, I got to sell this candy. But I kind of did things different. I was like, well, when do you get paid? And then I figured out people get paid on the 1st and 16th when they're old and usually on a Friday. So I learned a lot about business when I was a kid. Yeah. I mean, but I guess selling candy for schools could teach you about business, actually. Teach you how to talk to people. Exactly. Yeah, I did. But I also took public speaking. Did you? Yeah. Um... I wanted to be a, an inventor. You know the whole Steve Urkel thing? Yeah. Yeah, kind of yeah. wanted to be an inventor, a real smart guy. I always putting stuff together, but sometimes, well, a lot of times it would just fail on it. Yeah. Yeah. But eventually, if you think through the whole circle, you can manage. Yeah. If You, you got to put the whole circle together. And once you put the whole circle together, yeah. you can understand where it fails and fix it before it even fails. But a lot of people, well, I don't think that way, but I think um, it has to be profitable. And it can't be imagination and it can't be high prices either. No. Because you'll fail again because high prices, people don't like it. No. No. What was uh, elementary school like for you? Elementary school was actually pretty good. I didn't have any problems. No? Just one. Yeah. yeah, I got in trouble for something I didn't do when I was uh, in, uh, how would you say, kindergarten. In kindergarten. I remember getting two terrific kids in a row, and I ended up getting in trouble because somebody was talking next to me, and I didn't have the, I didn't, uh, I didn't really talk or say anything. I was the kind of kid that just kept their mouth closed and just... Okay, yes. Okay, you're right. You just accepted whatever can. Yeah, I did. And then that's when I became a talker. Trying to stand up for yourself? or No. No. A talker. A smooth talker. Nope. Never was a smooth talker. Just was a talker. Okay. Standing on top of my desk, class clown. (laughs) Yeah. That's basically what happened. So I just, on top of my desk, doing a little dance while the teacher is sitting here teaching. Then she catches me and says, go down three. You go down one more on that apple tree, you'll be going to the office. I was like, okay, 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 okay. And then that's when they gave me Ritalin. And I was like, man, can't do Ritalin. I slept. 
<laughs> I did. But that was like a trial thing with everybody. But I would say this right here. Um, I stopped taking Ritalin, and they just stopped giving me candy. Yeah. <laughs> they gave me raisins. To sell? No. To, oh, just to eat. No, no, no like no. I made an A. Okay, okay. Okay. So here's the people that made it. I made it. I made a pretty good grades. Not the best, but pretty good. So every time I would make a good grade, it would end up being, uh, how would you say? Raisins. He cannot have chocolate or candy. They didn't want you to get too hyper. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's what it was. But I didn't, really didn't mind because my cousin had rotten teeth from eating too much candy. Whoa. And I had a nightmare about it. <laughs> I that, did. At that age? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I had a nightmare Whoa. about it. I mean... I did, so I mean, so it just like I didn't like candy. Okay. And I just, I just couldn't, couldn't stand it. Yeah. Well, I, I did, but your teeth were more important than your sweet tooth. Exactly. Okay. Well, I mean, exactly. But more about uh, public speaking, uh, talking to people. I also took SAT prep, mm -hmm. which is basically just a large amount of words. The large amount of words taught me how to put words together. And public speaking was actually really great because we actually had, like, you're trying to sell this business to me. Okay. And if you're trying to sell this business to me, I want you to write a paper and tell me about it. Or I want you to uh, write a letter to your boss. Or, I, uh, no, that was uh, computer technology, one or two. I don't know. It was, I had a lot of those classes where, yo, I want you to write, type this paper out that says, um, you're, you're going to talk to a business. Yeah. And it was a lot of those things and accounting, uh, a lot of different things like that. Yeah. When you got out of elementary school and into junior high, do you remember that? Oh yeah. Yeah. I got in trouble. <laughs> I got suspended twice. For what? Uh, once I was kind of like, uh, okay, so uh, X-Pac um, and uh, Steve Nash was my favorite. Okay. Okay. So you remember when they transferred to D-Generation X? DX? Yes. Yes. I got suspended for five days for telling somebody to suck it. <laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah, I was like, oh, man. That is bad. And then um, I got five days for trying to pull a prank. I peed in a bottle and tried to give it to a guy. Ooh. No, no, he wasn't going to drink it. <laughs> well, he it was like, okay, thank you. And I was like, I knocked it out of his hand. Because the joke was not meant to harm anybody because yeah. I don't joke that way. But they were like, oh, that's not funny. You get five days at home. I was like, he didn't drink it, and I fucking knocked it out of his hand. If I knocked it out of his hand, do you... But then again, people complain, and they make people do actions that they really wouldn't do. But they're like, but once people complain, they complain. They force their hand. Yeah. Well, I meant the parent, the person I did it to. I knew that person, but their parents was right there, and I thought it was on TV, so it was like everybody's cool. But the parent was like, I don't like that. No. So you got to do something, and I was like, okay. Lesson learned, everything you see on TV, you cannot copy. So you still continued on trying to please everybody, trying to make everybody laugh? Um, 
I was no, actually, I did my schoolwork because I didn't want my butt whooped. But um, you still live with your parents? No, I live with my grandmother. You I never, I never lived with my parents. Okay. Maybe before I knew about it, but three years old, can't remember anything before it really. But yeah, it's um, that's what I would say. Yeah. Um, and so when you were in junior high, do you uh, remember anybody picking on you or anybody telling you you were too much of a nerd or anything like that? No. I, I got this right here. I could tell you out of anybody. I can hear you from everybody there is. Uh, well, actually, in sixth grade, I got picked on. Um, it was by the way I spoke. Yeah. You had an accent. Uh, I speak like I do now. Okay. But I didn't know many words. Oh, okay. okay, okay. So when I spoke the way I did now, it was like I had these kids pick on me and I'm crying on the plate. Uh, I'm, I'm crying on a field. And I had this woman named Miss Steele. She was like, one day the way you talk is going to make your life better. I was like, okay, I see what you're saying. And then like a couple days later, I, uh, well, I learned how to cry but by making myself cry. And I seen her maybe a week later and I said, I broke my leg. No, I broke my arm. And uh, my sister came by and kicked me when I was on the ground and said, he's just joking. <laughs> no, I actually had tears coming out and everything. Yeah. I, had, I had her going, <laughs> but she just came by and kicked me like, get up off the ground. <laughs> She yeah. sold you out. Yeah, she sold me out. But I mean, I wasn't in trouble or anything. I was just joking around with her. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like this same time. Yes, yeah, I think the same school I had first time I've ever seen it was a Casio, Casio, uh, Casio. Casio watch. Yeah, no, it wasn't a watch. It was a remote control watch. Oh. Yeah. So we had this um, teacher. Her name was Miss Tumblin. And she, she was a real good teacher. I loved her. But um, I was actually friends with her son, too. And I knew her daughter. But um, so, the, so the, the TV in homeroom class would show different things for the morning. Yeah. So what I did was turn the TV off with my watch. <laughs> and everybody's like, oh, man. And she was like, uh, uh, mm, I'm going to turn it back on. And so I was like, I'm going to turn it back off. <laughs> there you go. And, and she was like, now, this is not funny. This is and I turned it back off again. <laughs> and it was like, hey, okay, I'm sorry. It is me. Here's my watch right here. Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm not like, I wasn't going to leave her like thinking that there's a ghost in the classroom or something. Yeah. But yeah, yeah I, I don't know. I had a lot of fun. You had a lot of good teachers? Well, yeah, I, I did. Matter of fact, um, I think I had the highest average in math first or second. I st my grandmother kept all those records or, or something like that. But my teachers were kind of, um, I don't know. I mean, they were simple to understand. Yeah. They were really simple. To, well, I have ADHD. Okay. So for me not to get in trouble or lose focus, when you're speaking, I actually will mimic the words that come out your mouth. So... And that keep you, keeps your attention. And that keeps your attention. Okay. It's all, it keeps your attention because you're doing something, and it also 
I can replay your words back to me when it's test test taking or anything. Yeah. But they also give you little tricks too. Like when they raise someone when someone raises their voice when they're teaching, it's a slight raise. That means that is very important. Those teachers taught you a lot of those tricks. They wasn't average. Uh, they're they're better than average. Yeah. Yeah, they they're, they're actually better than average. Yeah. That's yeah. pretty awesome that they would help you out like that. Uh I liked a lot of them. Yeah. 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 I mean, and my art teacher taught me conservative. Conservative. Being conservative. Oh, being conservative. Yeah. So you draw at crayons, you know, like, oh, I got to have the best one, the new one. No, I seen her something was probably big as an, it was probably an inch. I'm like, man, you, you got to throw that crayon away. She's like, no, she still used it. I was like, hmm, maybe it still works. Maybe I should just. Use everything the way it's designed, not waste anything. So I was like, man, that's, I don't know. It's the thing that I saw them do was actually pretty good. And you applied that to everything in your life? Um, mistakes. Mist when, you when you make mistakes, you sit here and say, I want to be better. If I don't say this is a mistake that I'm doing right here, How could I be better? Yeah. So, yeah, I did. I said it. Okay. Yeah. So, I was like, I can save money. I could buy other stuff. I can buy candy. I can buy gum. I can do all of that if I was conservative. Yeah. Well, I'm more conservative with the things that I have. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. No, but she was... No, no. I got blown away by what she did. This guy, he was drawing a picture... He scribbled all over. And he and she took the little circles and she started drawing. She outlined it to make it dark. And then she drew lightly inside of it. And all these scribble marks that they were doing on the paper that he yeah. was going to waste yeah. and throw it away. That's, that, that's what I said, conservative. So she took the paper and that he balled up and she started doing it herself. And I was like, that is awesome. I want it myself. Yeah, so that's that's throwing the paper away that she kept. Huh. I mean, it's, I mean, but another thing is this guy made a, his name was Anthony Dominic. He made the best sculpture of a dragon at five years old. I, I, and, it, and it was it was something that you would see on Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. With the details. Yeah. And I'm like, man. I'm, it, What it did was he make it out of? Clay. Really? He made it out of clay. Just regular clay. And I'm sitting here with a Gumby. Yeah. I made a Gumby. Because that's when Gumby was on TV. Yeah. So yeah. I'm sitting here with the Gumby I made. And it was like... I just wanted to throw it in the trash. <laughs> <laughs> But I didn't waste it. So I just stuck it up and tried to make it move his arms. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, it was... What was the horse's name from Gumby? Oh, I can't remember the horse's Pokey? name. I didn't really watch too much oh, of Gumby. Okay. Uh, I didn't catch it. Okay. I didn't catch it too much. The school bus was about an hour, hour ride, maybe two hours. Really? Yeah, no, we live out in the country. Like, my high school is probably about 15, 15, 20 miles away. Y'all have, like, in where we're at now, it's like 15 schools in a mile. Yeah. But, no, it, it was, like, pretty far away. 
Matter of fact, I think our school covered like 40, 50 miles. Yeah. Yeah, it's a pretty small place. So they would go around picking up all the kids and bring you to the one school. Well, my bus driver had a really long route. Yeah. She went through, well, Greenwood is kind of a county. And then there was another count. Well, you got, no, these are cities. So it's like four, five cities in one school yeah. when it comes to high school. So yeah, it was an hour. And then uh, I would have to get up at six too. Ooh. Yeah, it was, yeah, no, I think I got up. Yeah, six o'clock. Yeah. And the bus came at seven. School didn't start till like eight, eight, 15, 8, 20. Did you wake yourself up or were there other people that woke you up? Or? My grandmother. Okay. Yeah, she was, I think she was the leader in my whole entire family. Yeah. Well, she's my great-grandmother, technically. But uh, she raised me from three years old. Okay. So I would say she's my mother, my grandmother, and my great-grandmother. But, yeah, she was, she was, like, the most special thing in my world. She taught you a lot. Yeah. Well, a lot of things I didn't listen to until I was in the Navy. And when I was in the Navy, I was sitting there, I was like, a lot of things she said was true. And every and she corrected me on a lot of things and I just thought it was irritating. I said, but no, she was building somebody to be a good person. Let me just respect her wishes and continue down that path that she wanted me to do. What was high school like? Same thing? Uh, it was it was a rough one. Uh Ninth grade is beginning of everything new. Yeah. So trouble is involved and everything else is involved when everything is new. But well, I really didn't get in trouble. It was more like... When you have ADHD, change is a big deal to you, right? Uh, not with school because school was all together. Okay. So it's not change. When it's a school, it was not changing at all. It's just... Going from high, I mean, middle school to high school, it's just you pick your own grades. But, no, it's not really hard for me to adjust unless it's people. Adjusting is, hard to adjust is a schedule. And to make a schedule, I'm really, I become more efficient over time. So yeah. I'm always changing my schedule. Well, I'm, I have the same schedule, but I adjust it the best way I can. To become more efficient? Yes. Okay. Because it saves money, saves time, and you end up where you want to be. Okay. And high school was a little rough just because of the new beginnings. No, it, w it was, um, well, I ran cross country and track. And my first year running, I think I became third place on the team. But I was in the newspaper for uh, track. And I did the rifle team uh, after school. Um, then I... But I had accounting, accounting, uh, Spanish one, Spanish two C, college prep courses. Um, I did everything to be a businessman mm -hmm. or somewhere in between there. Yeah. But um, I signed my own interim reports too because my guardian, which was my grandmother, my great grandmother's son, but he was like really busy. He had five kids property somewhere else but I ended up uh, signing my own I ended up signing my own interim reports 
okay. over time because it was, I had so many people trying to help my grandmother out with me. But everything, it worked out or did whatever. Yeah. But a lot of fun things. Kind of, uh, when I was about 15, I used to crash college parties. <laughs> yeah. Did you look older? No, I looked like a tiny kid, but I was blessed with a sister that pl- was a varsity cheerleader. Oh, okay. So a lot of the people that was in her grade yeah. went to the college. I don't want to drop any dimes, but uh, remember the teacher that I said I really liked? Yeah. Her son went there. Okay. But he was leaving, like, right when I was there. But he was like, what are you doing here? You know you need to leave. And I was like, oh, man, I'm caught. Maybe next year. He won't be around. <laughs> yeah. But. So you saw a lot of older people and the way they acted and all that stuff. Yeah, because my sister was varsity cheerleader. She had them come over and do cheerleading. Uh, my cousin, my cousin Joe, he was, like, a varsity football guy. My, my cousin... My cousin Nate was like one of the fastest people on the team. Mm-hmm. Uh, we played football. Like uh, my other cousin, he was really, really good at baseball, and but we all played together, like ten, fifteen people. But we when we played, we played from five years old to we got out of high school. Yeah. So, but it's a lot of, but uh, like I said, I mean, living in a country, you become different. When my cousin Nate was fast, right? Yeah. But he was late to get on the bus a lot. So guess what you would see? Somebody's blazing a trail down down a dirt road just to make it to the bus stop. That's how he got fast. That, yeah. No. He, it, he became yeah. fast out of necessity. Exactly. I did too. Yeah. When I walked from my friend's house yeah. and I heard something in the bushes at about 9 o'clock at night and it's pitch black. Yeah. What are you going to do? So you can't get away. No, yeah, you will get away. You'll be like, uh, hey, sorry, I'm walking this road along. So uh, I think I ran a, a, a one flat and a 50. No, I'm just lying. <laughs> you can't run out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, hey, look, look, I seen a deer. I seen a snake chase me. Man, look, you're going to get fast. Yeah. Is that a car? Man, that car's going fast. It's driving in the middle of the road. I, I need to run. Yeah. But uh, also, um, I saw a, a tiger. No, no, no. It wasn't a tiger. It was a lion, because lion is all brown. We had a, they have they have an exotic zoo where I, I lived at. Okay. Yeah, and uh, the the black panther escaped, and they found him at the um, hospital. Yeah. In the parking lot, or I don't know. It was in the newspaper, oh, okay. but it they found him at the um, they found him at the hospital. But no, no, this woman came by. She said, do you want to pet my pussycat? And I was like, <laughs> uh, holy shit. I was like, oh, my God. I had to catch myself. I was like, because I'm still like 13. I'm like, man, do you understand? That is that is something that's bigger than me. And you haven't been to She's like, well, we didn't have antelopes. Or, she said they had something but the lion, but the he ate them. And I was like, oh, man. But no, no, that, okay. And then another thing, like, growing up, they had these guys that did the civil uh, enactment, civil war civil enactment. War enactment yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, he lived down the road from my house, and in the summertime, he let off his cannons. And when he let off his cannons, every pitcher in our house fell off the walls. 
And but like I said, I sold candy, so I had a chance to talk to him. Oh, okay. And he was like, "Well, guy, uh, it's not it's not really good as you think it could be because they put a lot of regulations on it." So yeah, they watch me. <laughs> I buy gunpowder, so they watch me already. I was like, "Okay, I understand," uh-huh. because if you buy gunpowder, yes, you will be watched. Yeah. And it's and like I said, I did this all the time. I help different people out on the road, so candy. So, yeah, I kind of, I talked to a lot of old people. That's amazing. It, it was, it was really fun. Yeah. I meant, and then, uh, I did smoke weed when I was a kid. Okay. But when I started smoking weed, it actually calmed me down. It, it'll do that. I mean, but, I mean, no, it calmed me down to where I focus. Yeah. I smoked in the morning time. And then, like, at the end of the day, I had so much energy. But guess what that was for? Cross country and track. Oh. So I was number one in hurdles for my high school. Um, I was .01 from the high school record, actually, for 110 high hurdles. And I'm only 5'3", right? Yeah. So everybody was like, oh, I see you. Okay. I pole vaulted, and I did the 4x4. Four four, uh right. Relay. The relay, yeah. Yeah. But things happened, and I kind of got in trouble, so I stopped running cross-country. How did you get in trouble? Uh, Well, so we're hanging out on the beach because this is the Cooper River Bridge run. And I was like, okay. So we're all just hanging out, and it was like, okay, so uh, who wants to go streaking in the pool? <laughs> and I was like, oh, I didn't say anything. And the next thing you know, it was like, yo, I want to. And it was like, okay. Why don't you, I'll bet you, you won't do it, Tony. So I just took off my clothes and had my socks on and I ran down the beach. Somebody took a picture of me. I was like, oh no, you didn't. So I just put on my clothes and, and we just like went away or whatever. And then next thing you know, like the next day, I remember being on my friend's back and I like, they was trying to show a camera and I saw I pulled down my pants and I had my two middle fingers up uh. behind my back. You couldn't see my face on any one of the pictures. But um, a week or two later, uh, Somebody my no, 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 no. My oh. coach, he said, "Mr. Sanders, can I ask you a question? Do you know who this guy is on this um this uh picture I got?" I said, "I don't know, but those socks look familiar." <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, so he says, "Okay, okay." So I was like, "Okay," I, I dodged the bullet, and he was like, "So, Mr. Sanders." Do you know why I actually brought you here this day? You have the same clothes on in this picture that you do now. Wow. <laughs> I said, oh my God, he called me. Red-headed, because I got on the same clothes in the picture. He was like, yep, it's you. He said, now. That's, you see the socks? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, because I had pants on and a yeah. shirt. Yeah. And he was like, I was like, okay. So I got embarrassed. He was like, because I'm, I'm going to watch you now. <coughs> but... I probably would have been number one in my high school for cross country at that time. But yeah, I got embarrassed, so I didn't do it. <sighs> yeah, it's, and then the same thing, I will track. Uh, so many people uh, lost, like I said, I was .01 from the high school record, and I figured out how to increase my speed in between the hurdles. And when I did, I tried to join the track team the next year, and I got kicked off the track team because I uh, did uh, an application for the for the Navy, and when I did the app, well, I did the um, ASVAB 
for the Navy. Yeah. But because of other people not coming to practice, he was like, you didn't come to practice just like all those other people, and they're all, they're all off the team, including you. And I was like, man, I would have been number one. But, you know, I still went to the military. So. Right out of high school? Yeah, uh, December 3rd. December 3rd? Yep. Only one time. I only had a summer. And that was going to be, one summer was going to be the it for me. Yeah. And then I would have to start, well, my grandmother, she tried to pay me not to go. She tried to pay me five grand not to go to the military. Okay. But I was like, man, do you know how many people you are actually helping out in this family? I was like, you already adopted me, woman. I do not take, I'm not going to take your money. And I'm going to try to work for some money. Yeah. I already appreciate what you did. And I'm going to see if I can't make you be- prouder. Yeah. Proud of me. So, you know, I'm in. So you go to boot camp for the Navy. Correct. Where did you go? That's uh, Great Lakes, right? Yep, okay. Great Lakes. What did... Uh, I, I didn't like it. You didn't like it? It was Neg- kind of cold, right? No, negative 27 degrees. Yeah, it was real cold. Negative 27 degrees. What was your rate? Uh, I was a fireman. Okay. You know the joke, oh, you're nothing but a seaman? <laughs> That's actually a rate. When you, yeah. Seaman is a rate, yeah. Yes, it is. And then I was like, yo, I'm not a seaman. And I was pretty proud of it. I'm a fireman. <laughs> I did Gerald TC, and I got my credit. So when I did got my credit from Gerald TC, I'm... Yes. I'm a fireman. Okay. So, and then uh, I had, well, I scored pretty, I scored an 86 on the as valve. And since I scored 86 on the as valve, I got a sign-on bonus, uh, A and a C school, and automatic petty officer. I was a push button. So just going to my first ship after I go to my uh, schools, I would automatically receive E4. What ship was that? Oh, it was, it was uh, John F. Kennedy. They're decommissioned now. Yeah. Uh, that was kind of rough, though. The John F. Kennedy? Yeah. Okay, so uh, my grandmother died. And when my grandmother died, uh, the ship was already out to sea. Yeah. So, but they caught me up to the ship. I went to a bunch of places. I don't really want to say the places, but they're awesome. And uh, then I made it to my ship. Uh, this, I think, I, I want to say this because I believe it was in a newspaper. It was. But my ship took a 45-degree list the probably four or five days I was on it. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, okay, okay. But when I went overseas, it was kind of awesome. Yes. I mean, it was... They treat you good overseas. Yeah, they do. I'm uh, a Marine Corps veteran. Oh, you're a Marine. Yes, sir. And Jarhead. So- <laughs> we're not supposed to get along. You no. know that, right? No, we're not. Because That's why I was hiding it from you. But no, because no, you're the police, and we're <laughs> occupation. I mean, occupations. Yeah. No, no, I mean, and actually, I think was, about it. I was in the air wing as a Marine. So. Oh, so yeah. Okay. Yeah, but was, no, but think about it. You guys are the police. Yeah. And we're occupational jobs. Yeah. Meaning we have to cook. We have that job, that job. I was a welder, plumber. You run the ship. Yeah. You, you fix the ship. Yeah. You, Everybody. The aircraft. You do all that. Yeah. 
But y'all guys are like, give us some bullets and guns and let's take them all out. Let me drag my knuckles and <laughs> yeah, I'll yeah. sit around all day in the ship and then standing line yeah. for hours. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's not me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, you're right though. <laughs> but yeah, it's no because you need all you need all like I said, we got police and we got people doing jobs. Yeah. So that's, I don't, I think it's a, it's a correlation or relationship between the military and our society, actually. They're supposed to be. No, no, it, it works the same, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when you were talking about being overseas, I did two years overseas. Oh, where you? I, and I loved it. I loved every minute of it. I did two cruises. When I was, uh, I was supposed to be stationed on Okinawa, but when I got there two days later, I was on a, the USS Bellawood. Oh, I wanted to go to Okinawa. And and so when I was on the Bellawood, we went and did a whole bunch of stuff and came back six and a half months later. And so I never saw Okinawa being, even though I was supposed to be stationed there. But uh, yeah, so I stayed there for two years, got to go to Guam, Thailand, Philippines, Indonesia, all these Hong Kong. Okay, um, now I'm jealous. <laughs> I mean, no, no, you're gonna make me upset now. No, I'm just so kidding. I know, I know no, what I'm it's just like. kidding. And when you say people treat you right, they, they really do. do. Yeah, they they treat yeah. you right. It's nice. I kind of like no, no. This one guy, man, it, it was like it was awesome, right? So I'm sitting here. I just brought a camera for five hundred dollars. You can probably get it for thirty bucks now. No, yeah. But this was back in uh, two thousand four. So I'm like, so I'm sitting here and I'm like, that is a really nice watch. I've never seen that watch in my entire life. It was a tungsten, made of tungsten. There was no rings over here yet in 2004 that was made of tungsten. Yeah. This was a complete watch of tungsten. And I was like, man, I gotta have it. Cause every place I went, I tried to buy a watch as a souvenir. And the guy was like, you want bling bling my friend? You want bling bling? He was like, yeah, I do man, that, that's pretty, it's fire. He was like, yo, uh, for you, $400. I was like, hold on now. And you know how you, like, you're looking at some cards like you're playing poker, yeah. pull it back? He said, man, I don't know if I got that. He was like, tell me what you want it for, my friend. I give you bling bling. And he ended up selling, selling it to me for $333. It was an, I remember, like, I was a little bit wild because I just, I was 18, 19. And I remember being in a club in Jacksonville and shaking my watch, and it looked like a disco ball. So it was awesome. Yeah. It was. So, but, but, man, I, I had to calm down. It was, <laughs> it was a lot of things. Uh, Hurricane Katrina made it bad. Yes. No, no, I'm saying it was a lot of theft, a lot of robbery, because they were misplaced, I mean displaced. And when you displaced the people from Louisiana, they went to every place, but they didn't have anything. Nothing. They had nothing, so they had to get it out the mud. Yeah. So it kind of got a little bit rough, but it was pretty dicey. Yeah. Pretty dicey. Yeah. But I think it's better. I don't. I, don't, I haven't been in a while, so I wouldn't know. Hopefully that they can put those people back to, in Louisiana by whatever. I, I, I don't know what. You know, doing. a lot of people got a bad taste in their mouth by the way the government or whoever try to take care of them or didn't take care of them so they just left Louisiana altogether yeah I mean cause I, well it's um, I understand that one but restoration of buildings and and houses then they say we have um, they want affordable housing right yeah I think restoration of 
a lot of homes would be something I would put money into if I had a lot. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, but like I said, a lot of people don't want to go back, but it's still a place where there's a lot of things that can be made. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like they said up here. I'm, we're in California right now. What they say uh, is it north where they had 15,000 homes that burned down? Oh, paradise. Yes. You see what I'm saying? Paradise. That's right. They yeah. had that fire, and paradise was kind of surrounded by the wilderness. Yeah. And it just swept through the town. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know if they can sit here and try to count the jobs. I mean, count the homes that are lost. Yeah. And try to put those back because I. I it's, I think everything has to be more specific in actions yeah. of w- how people do things. Meaning, these 15,000 need a name, and do you want to go back or you don't? Well, we got to build this whole entire thing. He said, I gotta, we got to build this whole entire thing back over. Uh, you make good money, I can put you back because you make good money. Uh, I, I can't put you back because you're homeless or whatever, but I can put you somewhere else. Or rest, you know, because yeah. that area, everything has to be built back over. Yeah. And if they, and, but you got Louisiana, you got South Carolina. I was in South Carolina, and guess what happened, man? I went to work at a nuclear facility, and when I worked at a nuclear facility, I'm reading on the um, on the television that my whole entire state is flooding out. And then my house got hit by a tornado, which a tree fell on the back of my truck. Busted out the window and messed up the roof of my house. Yeah. And that was five tornadoes in South Carolina, and we don't get any. We only get hurricanes. Yeah. Thought that was in the Midwest. But there's, but it has to be specifically put back. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because those people were still somewhere, and they're still broke, or they're still homeless somewhere. So you got 15,000 people here. I think we got a general direction. We, yeah. I mean, they can go with the elementary school. Only if you have good people. Yes, correct. Who Honest. are in leadership roles. Yes, yes. But but leadership roles are terrible. Yes. Because they hear from so many people that they're constantly always going to hear something and something going to be on their plate. So those incredible leaders look like they're bad guys, but they're actually not. They just don't, they need somebody like themselves to manage that one particular thing that they have. But what I see, they don't have enough money for it. No, no. They don't have enough money to pay those people. Yeah. Because I said a lot of people that was doing politics, they don't have anything. Local politics. Uh, when, you yeah. get, when you get people that are in the limelight and they get people like well, lobbyists that buy them things or try to pay for their cars Correct. or whatever that but that's on a grander scale that not many politicians are up there like that like gavin newsom or uh hillary clinton or donald trump whoever right you get politicians that are from the local area they don't get none of that stuff exactly yeah, yeah. but like no because they're they're all trying to push all that stuff down but when you have limited money to those people to do things, it's not going to, well, I got to work today. I, I really can't go over there. Yeah. Uh, I got to work today. I can't really plan. I can't really grab all these names of these people right here that are homeless. And I can't really grab these number over here because I don't have the time to shoot here and shoot there. 
And then I have so many conversations with so many people. I mean, I it's everything worked in the past good, but with the increase of population and the numbers, more problems. More problems. And I, I think that's where people are losing a lot of things. You think they're losing empathy? Um, empathy? Uh, yes. Empathy is lost. Yeah. And empathy is because... The more people you have, it's, it's harder to be em empathetic towards correct. one person. Correct. So if I'm sitting at the top and I am a senator and I am listening to all these people and I, I feel heartbroken for these people, but I can't do anything because I don't have anything for them. I would feel bad. But you can't feel bad all the time because you have to run a state. Yeah. So you have to lose that empathy for those people. I could never do it myself. Because I'd be like, man, I got to help this person right here. And I'm not going to do anything until I help this person right here. Or I would lose all a lot of empathy for individuals and have a lot of empathy for the country. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But... I, I don't I don't know I'm just, look this is off the this is off like thin air just thinking of it right now but if I had more time it would be better but right now the only thing I think about is more jobs more jobs because of my son my kids your kids yes did you get married uh, I got married before I had my kids okay I got married when I was 20. All right, so we're talking about the when you got married. Yes. Um, I gave her a certain test. I was like, I gave her a $100 bill. No, because I just, I just wrecked my car, right? Okay. So I wrecked my car, and when I wrecked my car, I was stuck in Jacksonville, Florida, and I couldn't go home for leave. So I spent Christmas by myself in Florida. And I think I met her like close to New Year's. And then I was like, I gotta take you with me, so I have to marry you. Because you gotta have BAH. Yeah. Because if you're on a ship, you live on a ship when you're single. You don't get BAH? No, you don't get BAH unless you're married. Yeah. So I was like, okay, so got married and then uh shortly three, after that you started having kids uh th no three oh, years later three years later hold on let's see so 2006 my son was born in 2009 okay yeah so yeah it was three years later and and and, and it's kind of like weird i mean it was really weird it was like well you know what i don't think i can have any kids Boom, I have a kid. No, no, I, I promise you, in my mind, this is what's happening. And then I'm like, okay, so I can't have a second kid. So I was like, okay. No, I, no, I said it. I, that's what it was. I was like, that was a fluke. Because it's four years later, and I haven't had another kid yet. And I have another kid. And then I was like, okay, I'm not going to say it this time. But for reals this time. <laughs> but I had, and, I, and then and I had another kid. And you had another yeah. kid. But my daughter is the most weird one. 
of all. Is she the youngest? No, she's the middle. Oh, she's in the middle. We lived in this apartment um, that was made from a, a church. Okay. While I'm sitting, I'm no, because my wife is like, I get to name my daughter since she named my son, and I, I want to name my son. But so I'm sitting there thinking, and then I just fall asleep, and I wake up in the morning, and her name just rolls off my tongue. What's your daughter's name? Nyla. Nyla. Yeah, it just, no, I'm sleeping, and it just rolls off my tongue. I'm saying I wake straight up. Didn't even think of the name before, just Nyla. Okay. When I was actually, I just, Nyla. And then right before she was born, a toy went off in the living room that says, Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star. My ex was kind of weird about the place, too. And then, and then I thought about it. It was a church. And but what was really weird was my daughter actually communicated with me in my wife's belly. What? So you know what that meant, right? No, no, I'm saying I would tap on her little butt because I could, because you know. Yeah, you can see the shapes. So I tap on her little butt and she kind of move and then I start tapping on her foot and then she'll kick back. And I'll tap again. She's like, I know you didn't start this. <laughs> it's 10 o'clock at night. She's going to keep me up all night. Yeah, she's going yeah. to keep me up all night in my belly, rolling around. And she, she's like, I was like, I'm sorry. You wanted me to fill your stomach. So, I mean, that's what it was. I mean, you wanted me to fill your stomach. And, I mean, filling your stomach is nothing. So, I just start tapping. <laughs> but my, 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 old, my oldest son, he's, I don't know. It's... I don't know if it was my uh, lack of protection of uh, electronics or devices, but he could My son worked a laptop at three years old. Yeah. And I remember it clear as day. I was like, are we, are we both looking at this right now? Yeah, I think we are. Did he just cut on that computer? Yeah, he, I, okay. And he's teaching you how to do things. No, 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 no. He's not teaching us. We're just, no. Because he's, he's copying us. Yeah. yeah. And, I, and then he, he actually pressed the button. I'm like, what? Yeah, he turned it on. I was like, so watch this. I'm going to shit. Because he started moving the mouse around. So when he started moving the mouse around, I said, here it is right here. And I pointed at the screen and I start moving the mouse around with my other finger. I was like, see? It yeah. goes in a circle. He said, okay. And then he, and I was like, you see that Google Chrome sign? He's like, okay, I see it. I said, click it. He clicked on it, and I was like, okay. Now, you like Disney, right? I was like, now, now here is a bookmark. He's loved Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. He did. Yeah. Uh, here's, here's, um, here's a bar where it's a bookmark of Disney. He would click it. And I, I was so thankful at the time because the videos just play, and then it goes to the next one, and then it goes to the next one. Keep them entertained for a while. Yeah, man. Yeah. No, it's not entertained. That was learning. It was actually learning. Like driving down the road, a yellow bus come by. Bus. bus. And then he'll be like, stoplight. He's like, what could we use to blow this fog away? A fan. He's three years old. Colors, colors, numbers, adding at three. Okay, now this this okay, now this was, I think it was Nick Jr. Nick Jr., I think I was sitting there and heard him say, stupendous. What the world? Do you know how stupendous? I, I didn't even know that was a word. I said, you, I didn't even know it was a word. And you three years old, you saying this? And then next thing I know, 
I'm, I'm playing my video game, and I was like, I'm turning it off. I'm going to turn off my video game. So when I turned off my video game, it was a repeat. I guess it was for the West Coast, because we're on the East Coast. It was a repeat. And it said the word of the day was stupendous. And I actually read it. And I was like, hmm. This is pretty interesting. Yeah. Now I want to see how smart you really are. So the Soul Glow, you know that game with the, all the dots where you connect all the dots? Okay. Three years old. He was playing it. My daughter, same thing. Uh, ABC, like, every, it was like, this one, iPad first came out. You bought an iPad for a kid? I said, have you actually looked at the iPad yet? You know those tracing marks of the alphabet? Yeah. It was on the iPad. I was like, man, y'all don't know what this thing is doing right now. He wasted a lot of paper drawing yeah. and writing numbers. I was like, this iPad's going to save me money right now. But yeah, it was, it was one of those gifted ones. Okay. Yeah, it was. My daughter is, she's pretty gifted too. Yeah. Well, they're all pretty gifted. My daughter, she was like, uh, I don't know. I threw her a foot, threw her football at the age of like two. She caught it. First try, second try, third try. Threw a baseball for the first time. She hit it. My daughter is kind of um, athletic. Yes. Yeah, matter of fact, she can outrun my older son. My I don't know anymore, but she outran my wife and my son. Yeah. So you, was your wife athletic too? No. Oh, okay. No, no. She's more of um, how would you say? The way she looks, she would be there for a um, idol, somebody to idolize. Okay. You know what I'm saying? It's everybody's got uh, special characteristics about them. Yeah. I'm more of a personality kind of guy. So, you know, some people are more of a macho kind of guy. Yeah. But I think I am have so many genres that I am many different types. Nerd, athletic, uh, a lot of things. Yeah. But. When did you get out of the Navy? 2007, May. And did you go back to South Carolina or what did you do after that? Uh, I had to go back to South Carolina. Uh, going back to South Carolina was a big problem. Uh, I didn't, uh, I was trying to find a job to weld because that's what I did in the military. Well, plumbing and welding. And I had to go back and, uh, learn certain aspects of welding. For the, for the union, because I joined the union right after uh, I got out of the military. Yeah. So I had about, um, let's see, I had less than a year because I was welding. I was a welder at 2008, 2007. Okay. Yeah, no, 2008, I started welding, and then I had my son in 2009 when I left that certain place, but, and then I started going on the road. But for welding, yeah. So okay. I had about maybe a, a no, that's not even a year because I practiced the whole entire time. Yeah. So when I practiced for the union, they pay for it, and it was five five days a week, eight hours a day, and I welded every single day until I got my job at that factory. Yeah. But 
And then I've been, I just recently left the union because I have asthma. And I don't think I should be welding in the first place, but you know, I was trying to go hard and then kind of try to switch, switch to something else. And that's right now, I wanted to take a leap into another direction. And that's why I'm here now. How did you get out here? I drove. You drove? Yeah, I wanted to go to, um, I wanted to enjoy my life because my time was previously disposed of with different issues with other people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I had to deal with somebody that had, um, how would you say, hormonal issues? <laughs> no, 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 actually, hormone problems. Okay. Like, no, no, actually, hormones are so much. Okay. Yeah. Um, but with the hormonal issues, it wasn't a problem. Other people made it a problem. So I just dropped whatever I could say about it. Right now, I use two different words, there or not there, because I don't know. I just did this right here. I want to go for what I dream about. And what I dreamed about was what? I want to be just like Steve Urkel. Steve Urkel. I wanted to create things. Okay. I wanted to be this one of the smartest guys at once. Yeah. So over a lifetime, I've had so many ideas in my head that I don't know which one to use. But I don't. maybe I don't have... Well, let me rephrase that. I don't know what job I'm going to do next because I can do a lot. Yeah. I can do the physical side and I can do the brain side, meaning CEO, businessman, or I can go be a Digging welder. ditches or yeah. welding. Yeah. So, I, But like I said, it's how do you know which direction to go if you can do everything? Yeah. Well, I'm not, I'm not going to say everything because you already know people just take it the wrong way. I am capable of learning things, meaning I can go into any directions because, like I said, okay, so I have accounting, right? Okay. But my, that's why I said my class was good. Yeah. They actually showed me how to do accounting, like uh, invoices, liabilities, credit, all the words associated with it. And then I actually had computer technology, and computer technology was basically, um, we had to learn Microsoft Office. Yeah. No, no, everything in Microsoft Office. Yeah. So I learned Excel, PowerPoint, and all those things combined, I trying to figure out the best one, but I don't, I don't know yet. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know yet. I, I don't know. Have you had a lot of jobs lately? Lately? Yeah. No, I've been homeless for... Since about May? Of last year. Of last year? Yes. Okay. Big change. Mm, kind of, but not really. Because when I went on the road... I mean, well... The military, I had it... I was... Well, no. It's the first time I was actually homeless with no money. Actually. Well, I mean, you traveled a lot with the military, and then you traveled a lot with the union, but 
which being homeless is doing the same thing. You're moving around a lot. But like you said, you're without money. I got some, I think there's some money in two pro, well, I got money in the union and I got money in the Navy. For like retirement? Correct. Okay. See, I was, I'm trying to, I'm trying to grab that money from either the union or the Navy for one reason. Something to put myself in a place so I can have time and a space to do things. Meaning I need internet and a computer and figure out what I want to go, but I think it's really hard to get places. Uh, I don't, I mean, an interview is probably hard, probably. They got to call you first, right? But how do you go up to someone and say, I don't want to be vain. I don't want to sound um, self-proclaimed. But I am an awesome person, and whatever you teach me, I can make it yeah. work. Yeah. But how do you say that without looking crazy? Have you ever been on a board? A board? With the, with the Navy? Well, I went to leadership school, but no board. Oh. Yeah. I was going to say, uh, being on a board, like a promotional board or whatever, uh, for the military is kind of like that. You have to hype yourself up enough for them to accept what they... You're either trying to get a promotion or... Oh, morale. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so... Yeah, because it's basically... it's. I know about morale, and uh, like I said, when I went to work and construction, I know it sounds dumb, but you know how you play football? You, like, get some hands in there. Yeah. So imagine if you were sitting here at work and somebody's like, get some hands in there, man. And everybody like, go to... I was like, nobody going to put their hands in today? Nobody? But you'll see everybody smile and they'll walk away. That's morale. Uh, I, don't really like, I don't really like stress. So I actually try to manipulate the morale around or where I'm working for it to be better. Yeah. But often, keeping my mouth closed about certain people for a long time, they wish that I... How would you say? I'm very, I'm a blunt person when it comes to when I've had enough. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Now, are you seeing any kind of programs and stuff around here that'll help you out? Um, there was free assistance, a 408 number, but I don't really want to call that number because they're saying they put you somewhere local and I don't really know if I want to be here. You know what I mean? I really don't know if I want to be here or not. Uh, like they say, housing crisis. And then I got to explain that I, I see why. 15,000 displacement over here. Um, pretty sure there's other fires that burn things down. Do I really want to be in a place where they have housing issues? I mean, it'd be a place to come back to once they fix it or because I don't want to be another problem with these people, you know, well, with these people, meaning I get a house before they do. I mean, I, I, I can get a job because I'm like I said, I'm capable of learning a lot. But 
I don't want to use free assistance and bypass a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. All right, bro. Thank you for your story. It's yeah. been interesting. Oh, there's more details <laughs> and more interesting stories, but uh, I really want to probably go over with some people first. Okay. You know what I mean? It's it's like okay, like here's one story. I don't I, I don't know if I could say it, but like uh, just I had a good time with uh, I shared a taxi with um, two the Royal Navy, two guys in the Royal Navy. They shared a taxi with me and they let me view their ship. And it was like, okay, okay, y'all get beer a day? Are y'all insane? We can't get beer. I'm a now I'm jealous. Now I'm jealous, guys. I was like, I got to get up off of here. Yeah, I'm jealous. You, you get beer one a day, and we get none? You know what we got when we was overseas? Odul's. Yeah. You just taste it. You, get, you don't feel it, that. you taste it. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was like, really? It's, yeah, it's, yeah it's, it's, it's like that. Yeah. You just taste the beer. And I was like, can we get the real deal? Yeah. I just end up giving mine away anyway. I'm not a I'm not a beer drinker. You're not a beer drinker. Yeah. Hopefully they'll they'll have some um, Hennessy and a and a Coke, Hennessy and Coke next time. Okay. Because there's I mean there's not a bunch of beer drinkers. Well, I'm not a beer drinker. Yeah. Yeah. Or I meant any liquor and Coke. Hennessy does taste good. No. No. Okay. Um. How would you say? Somebody introduce you to something, I believe you get used to it. Okay. Like cigarettes. If you see people change their cigarettes, they cough and gag when they first start smoking a new new brand. Yeah. And it's like the first brand of alcohol that I really did enjoy was Hennessy. And then you got Maker's Mark. Oh, yeah. But there's other ones I like, too. I like, I I partied a lot. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> no, it's, I parted a lot. Okay. So I've had a lot of them. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, but like I said, I got married like right after that. And I tried to calm down. Did you? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. When I'm not on the road, I stay home. When I'm on the road, I only really party one day. Yeah. I mean, when I mean calm down, I don't think you know what type of guy I was. It was basically like Tuesday through Sunday. The place was closed on on Mondays. Yeah. So I was there every day. Yeah. Uh, I remember sleeping in my car, get an hour of sleep, and but I I got that I got that amount of sleep when I was overseas. We were uh, decommissioned. We were going to be decommissioned, and it was like, no, y'all got to take off. So we was running with low capacity. Yeah. Of people. So there was not a lot of sleep for us. I remember sleeping on lunch breaks. I mean, I, I remember wake, waking up. It's lunch. And there is six people laying on the ground. <laughs> six people laying on the ground trying to take a nap. Yeah. We were, we, were, we were running pretty short. You were hustling. Yeah. Yeah. Working. Yeah. So it was hours sleep sometimes, two hours, three hours. So when I got back, when I came back, let's see how this... Uh, Jacksonville situation is and I partied there because when I first went to Jacksonville like I said 
I had to catch up to my ship. But, and that was because my aunt died. They let me go home uh, because my aunt died. Okay. Yeah, that was pretty, was pretty messed up. You were close to her? Uh, yeah, I was very close to her. She was, I, I was her favorite. <laughs> okay. uh, Don't let anybody else hear you say Yeah, that. my mom told me to say that. Say, say what you just said, too. My mom <laughs> said, don't tell anybody I told you that. My, my mom told me I was her favorite, too. But, no, uh, I remember her words. She had uh, leukemia. And she said, um, I, I can't talk right now, um, but, I, but I hope hopefully I'll see you again. I didn't get to see her again. So it was kind of rough. Yeah. But... Hey, it was pretty interesting. You've had an interesting life. Like I told you, if you later, I'll tell you more stories. It's <laughs> like, okay, uh, Malta. Uh, uh, no, I think it was Tarragona, Barcelona, Spain. They had one of the best, best wines I've ever had come out of a refrigerator. And then next thing I know, I'm talking on a pier with, somebody from overseas and we're talking about Michael Jackson and I'm starting to break the language of Spanish. Yeah. And then it was like, look, uh, it was so much fun. I don't want to get us in trouble by us talking about how much fun we had. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was like, Hey, no, no. Cause our captain, he did. Yeah. He came out, you know, he came on the intercom. Y'all need to calm down. <laughs> or y'all will not go back out. Period. Or you won't go I think back no, out. no. I think they shut us down for about six hours. Yeah. He said, "Calm down, or y'all, y'all are not going back out. We can't help it. This is an awesome place. Yeah. And we, we've been trapped on that boat for a, a sh that ship for a long time. Yeah. But it was awesome. Tarragona, Barcelona, Spain. Malta was too. Bar All of these places were awesome. So, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. No, I mean, because the people are awesome, too, because they treat you good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's, but, I don't know, I miss it, but, uh, you already know what we say. I hate it when I'm in, miss it when I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> That's absolutely true. <laughs> but, yeah. It's, absolutely true. But I see some people, and I was like, do you know what I did for you? I wish I would take back you, but... That person over there, I'm glad I did what I did for him because I those are great people. Yeah. But man, it was it was rough. Uh, I was on uh, I was on another ship. I don't really want to say what the name of it was, but we almost uh, got caught. No, no, they said they found us. No, no, they spotted us and we had to take off. We had a vice president on our ship at that time. Ooh. Yeah, he just had left. So that was a long time ago. Long time ago. Yeah. So it was, I don't know. So getting, how would you say? Being frantic? I don't know how to be frantic. I can only voice the way I feel. If nobody's around, I voice the way I feel out loud. But really and truly, it's, I don't become frantic that often. Like stressing, it's, I think I'll go to sleep first before I get too panicked. I mean, before I get too crazy. Yeah. Uh, it's, if you want to, 
if you're somewhere and then there's nothing you can do, you learn to cope because you have a job to do. You learn how to improvise, adapt, and overcome. Yes, you have a job to do. Yeah. Yeah, and it's kind of my, uh, how would you say, honor, courage, and commitment. That's our credo. <laughs> Navy. Honor, courage, and commitment. Have the honor to stand up to people. Commit it to excellence, meaning always trying to do the right thing every single day. Yeah. And then courage. Hold on, honor? Yeah, honor is for your people. Honor everyone. Well, that guy deserved the best. That person also. It's, I don't know, I think they brainwashed me to be a good, really good no. person. No, they did. I, I believe they did. What? Yeah. And That's I, crazy. And I became a good person. <laughs> now I like them. If I see a person in Navy, I'm like, what up, my brother? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I, they, blame, they brainwash me. <laughs> no, just kidding. <laughs> All right, brother, let me get uh, let you go. I appreciate your story. Thank you for everything. All right. All right, I'll talk to you later, brother. Later. Well, that's it for now. I want to be clear on something. No one person grows up the same. Everyone has their own opinion and how they come up with it. That's why I started this, so that I can understand you and your guide to your path. If we all have different strengths, then maybe, just maybe, we can learn from each other.